Welcome to Barkley Loses His Shit, Part 27. <laughs> <laughs> What's he stressed about now? Yeah, what could possibly be bothering him today? He stresses me out so much, like through the screen and a 30-year-old performance, but he just stresses me out. He gives me anxiety. <laughs> somebody somebody crop dusted the... the <laughs> Like walking along and he walked through it and it's it irritated his nostrils or something. And <laughs> yeah, so now he can't sleep and he's he's got a WebMD himself using the ship's computer and that all of a sudden he's got cancer and he's gonna die. God, it's WebMD. <laughs> so bad. Yep. Everyone exactly. Does. Like it's like start listing the symptoms of this weird disease that nobody's had for like thirty years. <laughs> that would it not be what are the signs of transporter psychosis? You'd think that the computer would be said to be like calling sick bay. Everyone, <laughs> yeah. Counselor Troy, Beverly Crusher, everybody to talk to Dr. Crusher. <laughs> right. That information is only accessible if you after you talk to a medical a professional. That's <laughs> right. what it should be. I always and Beverly I, said that to him a couple of times. Like, stay out of the computer. <laughs> well, she says it when I think they get to evolutions when they all de-evolve. And she's like, well, Yeah, I, we talked about this. Don't do that. So, all right, let's get into this anxiety-ridden episode about Lieutenant Barkley. Uh, welcome to the Nerd Trek Podcast, everybody. Thank you for joining us. I am Jeff, and I'm here with Phil. Hey, everybody. And David. Hey, guys. Welcome, welcome. Uh, today, we are doing TNG Season 6, Episode 2, Realm of Fear, original air date September 26th, 1992. Um, slugs in Space. Or slugs in the transporter, I guess. So, can anyone guess how this episode could have been half as long? There's something very simple <laughs> Barkley could have done to make this episode half as long. Gone to the sick bay when he first had the symptoms. Oh. His, his try though. What? Just in line with this first time. When he figures out that it's the power fluctuation, he goes in and he sees it again, and he's trying to convince O'Brien. I would have been like, "Get on the pad. You go do it and see." You it. go look. At no point in the mm-hmm. episode does anybody, does he think, or does anybody else think to be like, hey, let's have someone else go through and corroborate his crazy shit. They're just all <laughs> yeah. like, nope, that's crazy old Barkley. Barkley's just being crazy again. Fucking I. Like, yeah, it <laughs> would have taken him two minutes. Like, yeah, I'm like, this episode would have been over half the time because they would have been like, oh, that's true. Okay, verified. All right, yeah. what do we do? All right. Yeah, and said, instead of taking it apart piece by piece, they could have been like, hey, I'll just go through it real quick, like three minutes. We'll see what's in there. That's a fair I mean, point. I give, them, I give them a little bit of time for Barkley being the one to figure out that there was the power fluctuation or whatever. But yeah, you'd think like LaForge would have been like, well, let's see if anything weird happened when you went through. Oh, there was this thing. All right, let's do the thing. I'll go through and see what I see. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, so basically, uh, yeah, they go to investigate. Um, a science ship is missing and they get there and the crew's missing. And then Barkley starts to, he, we learn he has a fear of the transporter. He sees some shit in, in the transporter, scares the shit out is. of him. So it's him having a panic attack for 30 minutes, basically. Mm-hmm. It's um, basically like someone who's afraid of flying, looking out and seeing something attacking the engine on the wing. Like and everybody being Zone. like, nah, you're fine. <laughs> Do you know yeah, who was in that episode of, of the Twilight Zone? Barkley? No. Which oh. actor was in the original episode of the Twilight Zone where he <laughs> sees a thing Shatner. on the wing? It was Shatner, yeah. Yeah. Right. That's, I thought you were going to oh. make something a little more profound. Never mind. No, uh, I don't <laughs> know who knows that. That could be a new piece of trivia for somebody. Damn. God damn. If I know it, everyone knows it, Jeff. You should know this by now. 
If it's in David's <laughs> brain, then it's common knowledge. It got held up here. It got held everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, funny. So then he sees like a space slug. He grabs it. It turns out to be the crew um, from this science ship. I don't know. Uh, but one person did die. So we'll add one crew member death. Yeah, speaking of which, isn't it a little sketchy yeah. explanation for why he decided to hug a worm? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, like, oh, I just mouth open. I thought it might be the other crew. No, it's like a fucking alien thing in there. Yeah, I was expecting him to at least start. Like, I know they talk about to move around a lot, but for him to start calling out what he's seeing. Hey, guys, I see the worm. Can you pull me out? It's getting closer. The thing's going to eat me. Like, please, 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 please. If, if, if you walk without rhythm, then you don't attract the worm. <laughs> right. What's that from? Oh, what, what is that? Dune. Dune. <laughs> Uh, yes, so it's 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 a phrase in Dune because they don't as they're walking through the sand, you have to walk a certain way so you don't attract the sandworms. But it was a song. Does anyone remember the song? It was a Christopher Walken music video where he's just dancing for like six minutes, and the God, lyrics were the "Fat Boy Slim." This is like oh. fucking twenty years ago. Do you remember when oh, it came okay. out? And they're like, oh, Christopher Walken's just dancing, and it's that's the sign of it. Yeah. All right, this is how my brain works. Um, <laughs> so we get that. Um, yeah, we get, uh, I like Barkley, but yeah, he, he stresses me out. He really does so I mean, much. I like, I like him well enough. He, he's an intermediary for the viewer to inject himself in like kind of that thing. But at the same time, like at the very beginning, he's obviously in full blown panic attack mode when they're going to go through the transport and everybody's like, all right, hop on. Yeah. yeah. And no like, one's like, Hey, are you okay? You yeah, sure you want to do this? You know, again, I kind of associate it to a fear of flying, and it's like if somebody has a fear of flying, and then the engine starts smoking before takeoff, and they're like, <laughs> "Jump uh, in!" Uh, and they're like, "Nope, get on, you'll be fine." Like, but, 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 get... yeah. In my mind, I was like, "Why do they have to teleport over? Put them in a shuttle." Like, it's too dangerous. With bones, they would have done that. Right. Like, um, I think this is the first time we ever see actually what the inside of the beam looks like, like someone actually being transported. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, which is not, which is interesting that because uh, they go into detail about how, yes, you are broken down molecule by molecule. So how can you exist as a physical form in the beam? Like, aren't you scattered and turned into like data or like information? I mean, not like yeah. data. <laughs> You're turned into data. <laughs> You're turned into data. How data came data. to be. Data. No, it. Yeah. Even yeah. even a step further than that in uh, in the, the physics of Star Trek books that I've been reading, he talks mm. about how even if they had, so there, there's a certain, I'm going to get a little extra nerdy here for all of my Ugh. uber nerds. In <laughs> computers, there's a policy, and I can't remember the name of it at the moment, but it's where everything technological doubles every year, or every two years. I'm yeah, sorry. you brought this up before. So sizes yeah. of hard drives and so on. It's a predictable way to understand what we'll be at in the future if we want to. And he takes that math, he does it, and he talks about how a drive would have to be more efficient. And if you were to take the amount of energy that a human body could possess, if you were to turn it into energy or turn it into data, and the size of a hard drive you would need to store one person's data, it would be like three times the size of the Enterprise. Mm. <laughs> so the <laughs> idea that they datafy them and like store them and then send them through a buffer doesn't really hold true it really would have to be like they send the instructions to make a new person on the other end and they replicate a person 
Like I, I kind of fall in, into that theory where you die every time you go through the transporter and then just a clone of you reappears with the same memories and all that. But they upload you your consciousness die. and then they create yeah. a new body for you. I fall into that deep. It is. <laughs> uh, well, no, he, I think, I think Barkley even makes a comment when they're looking at the transporter, like, oh, you, you get turned into like eight quadrillion something bits of data. He, he gives it a number. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. No, Barkley does. <laughs> yeah, they this, they 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 quantify it. Yeah, so I'm kind of I'm curious if like if that's actually what it is or where technologically what that is equivalent to. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not Whatever. Sure. That, that's, look it up. That would take a Google search much longer than we have for this episode. So yeah, <laughs> I'm sure somebody will correct me because there's at least two people that I know that listen to our episodes and then proceed to text me all the things that I said wrong. <laughs> and oh, I you're know they're listening. Sister, people that are related to me, ah, <laughs> and then they get mad that I don't respond to their texts about them criticizing me. So, hey, Craig, I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get us so many texts like after this thing airs. Locked. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Oh, no, they don't use that. They, they use my full name. Oh, Jeffrey? Right. You, get, you get full. Oh, Everybody I get the full, full name. government on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I'm in trouble. I'm uh, disrespect our trek like this. Right. <laughs> um, what else? So, yeah, that's kind of the episode. I, um, I don't know. I do, the things that I do like about Barkley, I like that he actually uses the ship's counselor. Like, you know, it uh, it normalizes therapy, I guess, especially back in the '90s. Like, it's you know, I, I I like that they do show a positive portrayal of someone's growth because Barkley's growth over the series is 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 a lot, um, and even in into yeah. uh, Voyager, especially. And yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I, I, yeah, I I give his him and his character a lot of credit because it it does get better. Mm-hmm. As we get through, through TNG and then into Voyager, where he's actually his character is pretty good, because so. he's a very smart person. He's a very good engineer. It's just all these social uh, and personality issues that are like really he's trying to get over. Yeah, like, he's dealing with the being anxiety. A weirdo. Yeah, because yeah, because <laughs> none, none of us are weirdos. Of course, none of us. Yeah, none of us. Um, his, his arc over the whole thing has been quite good. It's nice to see him progress, mm-hmm. but it's just, I don't know. Like everybody's reaction to him is weird too. Like near the end when they're like, Hey, we need somebody to jump in and stay in the beam. And he's obviously terrified and he's obviously figured it out this far. Nobody else can jump in the beam and stay suspended to try and do whatever. There's no reason that Barkley has to be the one to see these things. Well, he just I... happened to be the one traversing the beam when that pulse hit. I think he's trying to over, he's trying to push yeah. himself. I guess it just, it seems weird of all the people around him to be like, yeah, this is torture for him, but why not? You go for it, dude. I it. won't even, I won't even step <laughs> up and offer. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like what I do like, Kaiser probably would be able to see more. Yeah. Um, something that I do like, and this has come up before is with, uh, Picard is that, he takes Barkley's word for it. He's like, I swear I saw these things and, and Picard's like, all right, I believe you. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. And he, he's done that with other crewmen. He's like, he doesn't like, you know, say, yeah, you're full of shit. He's like, no, I believe you. And we're going to look into it and then see what happens. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Barkley basically was like, I shit you not. This is happening. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. Yeah, 
because he does. He's like, are you sure you couldn't have imagined it? And he's like, no, I swear. And he's like, all right. And I did like that, that he's like, all right, like, you're, let's a, get this our full effort. you're as much a member of my crew as everybody else. Let's take apart. Let's take a look and see what we can find. Yeah. Yeah. And they do. They start to tear the transporter apart. Well, especially going back to Barkley's first appearance when, you know, Jordy was like, I can't deal with this guy. Get him off the ship. And Picard is like, uh, no, figure it out. Maybe he needs more help. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that. That's how managers should be. Because you can't deal with them. Yeah. 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 Uh, fuck. I like sorry. we get more from, we get, this is actually a pretty good Chief O'Brien uh, episode as well. We mm-hmm. get more backstory on him. He has a fear of spiders. He has a pet spider. Well, I would too if I met a bunch of spiders with legs a half a meter long. <laughs> fuck, right? Long, leg, right? <laughs> yeah, each leg is half a meter. That's what, about a foot and a half? That means that yeah. that spider yep. is three feet across. At least. Fuck at least. that shit. Plus I its would, body. I'm not <laughs> yeah. even afraid of spiders, world, but I would be The world's biggest can of raid with me. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> like, that's not happening. And he has to go through like, like a, like a Jeffrey's the, tube or something. Give me the 50 gallon drum of raid with a spray to take in there with me. (laughs) I had a giant boot. That's what it is. It's not a fear of spiders anymore. It's just common sense. I am not afraid of spiders, but if a face hugger comes into my room, I'm going to be scared. (laughs) Like, (laughs) come on, man. Fuck that. I'm out of here. (laughs) Yeah. That's a valid point. Um, I think it's random too. So we learned he has a pet spider. I'm like, I I don't think it's ever mentioned again. Is it? Is it ever mentioned on Deep Space? Never. <laughs> it's gone. Never. His pet is just That's left it. behind. That apparently he keeps in a tiny silver box with no terrarium stuff inside it at all. In well, with like how no almost, gets, unless that's just how, how he carries it around, I guess. But yeah. like, yeah, haven't we seen him and um, his wife's quarters? Kicking. I don't remember seeing a star- tarantula like tank anywhere. <laughs> no, there's no like little. There's no little cage or tank or whatever. Yeah. I just imagine when they're dating and they're like, oh, so Cheetah. who's moving into whose quarters or, or like, or cake was like, oh, so you're the weird tech guy who's got like spiders in cages. Like, oh, you're a snake guy. That's, that's what I've kind of imagined it, that dating him. Is it like. reminds me of, it, it reminds me of home alone when the shelves oh. crash down and buzzes oh, yeah. and the train just like gets out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because tarantulas really aren't that dangerous. They really aren't. They can't. I, I think it's a physical thing. They can't bite you because they're little, they're little teefers, whatever you call them. Little, like like they physically can't reach. Yeah. When you're holding them or when they're walking on you, they can't reach down far enough because of their body limitations. I mean, it depends um, on the breed of the, sp- of the tarantula, but yeah. There are some that are deadly, but most my, people don't right. keep those as pets. Well, like, <laughs> in general, most of them aren't yeah. that dangerous. Yeah. But don't but, don't yeah. go out and pick up tarantulas, people. Don't fucking. Well, I heard it on the Nurture Pot. Don't use that excuse. That's bullshit. <laughs> they're they're they must know what they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're not condoning picking up. Yeah, please. We, we don't condone anything. Generally. <laughs> generally. Uh, except for watching more Star Trek. Third Trek podcast. Don't do anything. That is our motto. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing yes. ever remotely dangerous. That's why we all stay in our houses, like shut-ins. And <laughs> that's true. Uh, three years in. No, two years. We're in the second. Fuck, I don't even know what year. Two and a half. Anymore. Almost. It'll be three. Three years in March. Yeah. It'll be two years in March. Yeah. No, three years. Twenty. Oh no, you're right. Twenty twenty to twenty twenty two. Yeah. It just seems like. God, maybe it's just. Maybe it's just felt years. like more. It's felt 50, like more. Yeah. Well, this will be the third year. It's been 84 years. (laughs) Yeah. When's the last time you saw sunshine? I don't know. 
That's why I have a vitamin D deficiency, fuckers. I'm inside my house. <laughs> that's that's my health health issues. Um, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. I guess it, it's a fine episode. I don't know. It's I always remember the like slug stuff from watching this when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely in the weirder of episodes. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome for that comprehensive uh, analysis yeah. of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's in the weirder of episodes. I mean, I see, and I do see what they were going for here. It just was that part where I was like, at what point do you take the nerve-riddled, neurotic guy and say, hey, how about you sit down for a minute? The best they gave him was, go rest for a while. Well, she had to, he like, formally stressed. relieve go him of duty. Yeah. 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 I like that all the like, And and I mean Oh no, I was I was just going to say you're you're exploring fears and stuff, which mm-hmm. is totally valid. It's just not my not really my thing for an episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. I did like um I don't know. I think guess some of the funny stuff was, you know, he's trying to like relax and he's like fake candles and listening to the music and <laughs> Yeah. More birds. More birds. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> yeah, it's, it sounds like fucking the raven coming in. <laughs> like I said, more birds, not Hitchcock's The Birds. Okay, come on. Exactly. <laughs> Getting pelted. I, lo- I love how he's trying to do like 10 different meditation and relaxation techniques all at the same time. <laughs> mm. He, I just, and and I think this just relates to him being a good actor, like uh, uh, Dwight Schultz. I I swear to God, he just he fucking makes me so nervous. <laughs> like, and and it always stresses me out is that because I I have a stutter, so when I see people stuttering either like in real life or in TV shows or movies, like it fucking stresses me out so bad. Like I want like I know what what word they're trying to say, yeah, and I want to say something, but I'm like my brain hurts, and then it just feeds into my own issues. So it just like that stresses me out to no end. Oh, I didn't think about that. Think about it that way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hell, so watch. Hell, yeah. he made he made me nervous when he was on the A team, like back in the eighties. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, but even in the A team, he was like more confident and like the because he was like the like makeup guy, right, or the or the masks guy on the A team. Yeah. yeah, he did all the weird shit. Yeah. Like yeah. All right, that's that's our legal limit. Stop. Damn it. <laughs> uh. Um. Okay. So one crewman dies. Add them to the the kill count. Is it a kill count or kill tracker? Kill tracker. Kill tracker. Kill tracker. Whatever. Add one. Alrighty. Is that the plus, only plus death one. we have this whole episode? Plus one. That's the only death. That's yeah. It. Sorry, guys. All right. So we have TOS is sixteen fifty. Borg deaths is five thousand and and TNG is 17,862 my god coming to a total of 24,516 souls lost let's go nice so much trick so much death so much death this is like the Oregon Trail trek at this point just bodies here I'm, in, there. I'm in the death business and death and business is you good you died of dysentery <laughs> dysentery uh that'd be so good um I don't completely understand the explanation they gave for why they're worms. They're like, oh, they tried to to uh, 
decon through the transporter, but then their signals got lost and they turned into worms. Oh, I don't. Semi-scientific, pseudoscient, gobbledygook. It was, the thing didn't make any sense. I kind of understood it like they weren't really worms, but that's just how visually they were appearing in the transporter. Um, you know, something about time-traveling mm-hmm. phased out microbes and how in the beam everything is distorted so it looked different. Yeah. Just so time, objects and like, mirror are closer than they are appear. Closer than they appear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> me, why me crap, add transporter. That's really all it was. Like, <laughs> like sorry, that's how well, You know, the other thing that kind of got me too is when, um, you know, they're trying to convince him like, oh, you know, millions of people transport every day and there's been like, like, you know, three deaths and Jordy's like, it's, it's the safest way to travel, which is like mm-hmm. the way he phrased it was like sounded Talking weird. To someone who's afraid of flying. That's the exact, yeah, exactly. That's the exact thing. Like, everybody is exact safer than driving say. a car. It's so it's safe yep. to travel. Um, but no, but it's funny because this comes not too many episodes after the, uh, the next phase where because of a transporter accident <laughs> and, and a cloak, he's like, that's fine. I've never lost good. anyone. We, that we is, have a, that is what we I have, was thinking. I was like, wait, we've had transporter accidents all over the place. All the goddamn time. We, we have it's an abnormally high transporter accident rate on the Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> and there's actually another transporter one coming up with... Uh, with Riker and second chances. And that, I mean, it didn't kill anybody, but there's, there's a little sign off to the side of the transporter. That's just out of camera. And it says we have had zero days since our last transporter accident. Yeah. They just keep <laughs> like, they have to go it over and just erase it every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's funny. Cause it, it, it is kind of a running gag throughout all of Trek. I mean, like, you know, Dr. McCoy never liked it. I think, you know, once they get to enterprise um, it's, because I think in Enterprise, they start using it on people, and it's fairly new to use it on people. Like, yeah. they use it for cargo. But cargo even then, they're problem. like, yeah. yeah, but even then, they're like, well, this is weird. <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, tr- transporters are never. And then the fucking one with, um, you know, Scotty's coming up, and that's, he he yeah. he, he locks himself in a, in a transporter beam. That's right. So, it's a weird thing, man. You do what we gotta do. You do. <laughs> uh... Anything else that happens in this one that I forgot? Um, yeah, I think no? we covered it No. Well. Okay. What's your Dave meter? Uh, I'm giving this one a six. It was enjoyable enough. So you rated but... this one higher than Fuck Time yeah, Zero. I swear to God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the dynamic. But- the Devo meter is a very unpredictable and sliding scale. It's very like gassy or not. That's what like, it is. Like, well, like going down a sheet of ice slidey. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one focuses again in on a minor character, which I do like when they develop those out a bit, especially with how long we've been around. I don't need to see what the main bridge crew is doing for the most part anymore. They're because mm. they're fucking around in time traveling. Yeah. And granted, it is some of the shittiest explanations for anything ever, but <laughs> it focused in on his anxiety. Like the the episode mm. was so much more about his anxiety and what it's like to live being a person like that, especially when you're only paranoid if they're not really out to get you. Like right. <laughs> everybody's just like, eh, Barkley being weird. But people actually did check in with them. They're like, are you okay? Seem like. So I liked that okay. aspect of it. That's why if, if it hadn't been the worms in space thing it would have gotten <laughs> an even higher rating but okay it was good perform and it was a really good performance from the guy who played barkley like you said yeah that that was a tough role to do and he did make me feel anxious during the course of the episode yeah true i that give bonus true. points to people who can make me feel things <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're a dead inside 
You know, what's funny is while, while we were talking about that, I, you know, several people have told us that we have good chemistry as we, as other three of us. Yeah. I don't know why. I just, that makes me believe that. (laughs) What? What? Well, explosive is a form of chemistry, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Chemistry in a lab experiment. (laughs) We are a teleporter experiment. Like a transporter experiment. We're something. I don't know what we are. But I enjoy it. It's fun. I do. All right. Yeah. I, you know, the episode's fine. It's not my go-to. I don't, it's not, I don't know. Especially after time zero. I don't think it's like the best follow-up. It's okay. I don't know. It's whatever. He stresses me out. But I think that that is a credit to the actor that it just, I'm so fucking stressed out from him. Uh, yeah. So time zero. The Wrath job. of Khan of TNG. Everybody loves it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Damn. You were throwing down tonight. Shots. That's the best one I can think of so far where you guys were like, it's amazing. It's going to be great. It's such a good episode. And I'm like, uh, I don't think I said it was amazing. I don't think I talked about that much. I think you spoke highly of it. You gave it high praise. We're going to get to the end of the season and you're going to be like, fuck time zero. It's the worst. The binars of season six. (laughs) (laughs) No, this was still better than the binars. I'll give you that. Okay. It, it, that's why we have you. You're our. I think with the scale, like you said, it's a sliding scale. If I could go back and re-rate the binars, it'd get like a negative two. I, I you just hate it more and more. Yeah. Well, the more I see the good stuff later on, I'm like, uh, the more I, yeah. I'm angry at that episode and those writers for doing that. You know what we should do is after we get like a few seasons into like the really good stuff, you should go back and watch some crappy TOS episode, and you'd be like, "Fuck this! That's this a, is this is a one. This sucks." You found our Patreon stuff. Later on, we'll be like, David re-reviews blank everything. <laughs> Just crap episodes from TOS. Squire of horse and bullshit. <laughs> All the shits. All the All shits. The shits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That'd be so good. All right, guys. All right. Anything else we missed on this one? I think we're good, probably. Any more worms? No, pretty good. Nah. No, no more worm jokes? Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's always room jokes, but there is. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't you grab your three foot worm and um, do our spiel to get out of here? Yeah, man. Why you gotta take what I was gonna use? <laughs> oh, were you gonna say? I gotta come up with something new. Yeah, I was gonna be like, when you're done hugging your giant space worm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, that was good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you still gonna do mm, the steal, man? Stumped, you stumped I now. I, I broke I gotta, you. I got a scroll. I got a scroll like a madman. Um, <laughs> Let's stall. Um, um, there's other stuff that happens, and uh, a, a dead guy breathes, Pardon. and um, stuff. Yeah, <laughs> stuff, stuff and things. And uh, Barky turns blue. I don't know. That's, that's what I got. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anytime you're ready. Hey, this is all. Check us out at nerdtrekpodcast.com where we got links to all of our social media sites. You can see our smiling faces in the Meet the Nerds section. You can go buy some shit at Cafe Press. And whenever you are done pumping the side of your neck like it's one of those old basketball shoes, you can give us a five-star <laughs> rating and review and we'll read it out over the air. Oh, God. It's like one of those Nike uh, pump-up things. Oh. British Knights, I think they the call Reeboks. 
Those the are Reebok, great. The Reebok pumps. The pump ups. Oh, the pumps. I remember I that. I remember being a kid and being like, oh, I'm going to go play basketball. Okay, hold on. I got to pump gotta up. pump up. <laughs> I'm playing so much better because I pumped now up. Now I'm going to jump so high. <laughs> I had to babysit my little brother and sister for like 30 hours to Darn. pay off because I wanted them. Yeah. I had to and babysit. And they fucking didn't do shit. No, but they were sounding like. God, yeah, we were stupid kids. We were so stupid. Yeah. Like that was the way I, I could have taken a hundred dollar bill and lit it on fire. And I probably would have gotten more enjoyment out of it than I did the shoes. Those things are just crap. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. All right. That's mm. it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening. We do always appreciate it. Uh, and we will catch you on the next one. Bye everybody. Yeah.